Chris Retzler is with us, manager, Needham Small Cap Growth Fund, and Sean O'Hara, president of Pacer ETFs. Thank you both for being with us. So we're watching the small caps here. Um, I watch the Russell every day. Um, today, it's up about a half a percent. So Chris, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on the group here. So we watch the Russell as well, but we also break it down into the Russell growth and value. Uh, the Russell growth mm -hmm. uh, has been under pressure now for almost 13 months. Uh, it's been in a bear market. Uh, so what we're finding in that sector uh, we think is quite a bit of uh, value in good companies that have been really tossed aside. Uh, you know, the value side of the small cap world, which is more of the energy and financials, uh, have certainly outperformed. They had underperformed for quite some time. Uh, but the correction that we've seen in some of the small cap growth names uh, as an active manager really has uh, made it so you have to be a stock picker here. I don't think that the category uh, will lift completely by itself and you can buy an index. And what you need to do is drill down into very stock specific uh, benefits, stories, services. Uh, and that's where we've been doing our work, uh, you know, over the last right. years, like this has been correcting. Yeah, and I know you have a few names for us. I want to get to those in a moment, Chris. Sean, your thoughts on the group? Well, thanks for having me, Nicole. Uh, the thing people need to understand about small cap indexes in general is that they have two things that, that sort of go with them. Number one is that somewhere around 30% of the Russell 2000, for example, uh, uh, don't make any money. And number two is that small caps in general are more highly leveraged than large caps. So in this environment where things are slowing down, you know, perhaps just buying, as a previous guest just said, the whole index is not the right thing to do. What we like to do at Pacer is we use the S&P 600 as our base index, but we only we screen for the 100 stocks that have the highest free cash flow yield. And free cash flow yield is the free cash flow a company generates divided by its enterprise value. So we, we own healthy companies that make profits, that have cash, that have their cash flow increasing year over year, um, and trade at a big discount. So if I looked at, for example, the free cash flow yield on the 100 stocks we own versus the S&P 600, we're getting about three times the free cash flow yield. But we're only paying a nine P, so we're paying half the price. And so in this environment, that's what we like to do. And so, you know, a name that most people probably don't know that's our top holding is Matson Inc. They're a shipping company based in Hawaii. And if you've been watching sort of the supply chain issues, you know, we've seen that container rates go through the roof. And then another one of our top holdings is Asbury Auto, Auto Group, which is they basically sell used cars and they have about you know, $10 billion a year in revenue. And so, um, you know, if you think mm -hmm. about the environment for that one, if you can't get new cars, used cars, prices have gone through the roof. So environmentally, both those things are sort of benefiting what's, from what's going on. Yeah, so you're both on the same page because you're both saying that you can't just buy the whole group. There's risk involved because people love to talk about small caps, but what they don't realize is that while you may get some great gains from small caps, there could be some added risk as well. And that's why we bring on pros like the two of you to explain that and also maybe bring some names that you've combed through. Um, that being said, Chris, you have a few here for us. Um, go ahead and go through them quickly. Great. And so I very much agree that you want earnings and cash flow generation. And an area that we think that has still good tailwinds to it is the semi-cap equipment space. Uh, there's a handful of small cap companies in there uh, that have been around a long time. They have defensible 
uh, technological moats. They can pass through price increases. Um, and there's just very strong demand. Uh, we're hopeful that Congress and the Senate pass through the CHIPS Act or some modification of that uh, in the very near future. That will deploy a substantial amount of capital into the entire industry. And so we think that companies in that sector uh, should do uh, quite well and should benefit. Uh, you know, the other area that we like is communications, optical. Uh, data centers still continue to spend money. Um, you know, the technology is being deployed, but the one thing that needs to alleviate on that front is the supply constraints that we're seeing. Um, so a company like uh, IIVI, we think, is well positioned. Uh, it's in the process of closing on its acquisition of Coherent, uh, which we should expect to see over the next couple months once they get their approvals. Uh, we think that's going to be a tremendous platform going forward. And just one name quickly on semi-cap equipment uh, is MKS Instruments that we think is uh, really a best of breed. And it, too, is in the process of closing on an acquisition uh, that we think is going to drive a lot of synergy. So those are two names that we think mm -hmm. will do well. Mm -hmm. And I see that you're putting up one healthcare name, which we think is a very stock-specific story, ViewRay. Um, and we think that their uh, you know, runway here it looks quite good over the next couple of years. All right. And Sean, your final thoughts here. It's time for us to wrap it up, but a quick uh, final takeaway here. Yeah, you know, when interest rates rise and inflation rises, it tends to have an inverse effect to PEs. And so we've had, had you know, not necessarily so much in small cap. We're still trading under 20 times earnings for small cap names, which maybe historically may not be too high. But in general, we need to be mindful of that. And so if the broad index is trading at 19 times earnings and interest rates rise and we have inflation, mm -hmm. you, you would expect sort of a compression of that PE multiple. And so we'd rather sit where we are. As I said earlier, we're getting three times the cash in terms of current return in terms of free cash flow, and we're paying half the multiple. So, Yeah. All right. Let's leave it right there. Sean O'Hara, Pacer ETF, and Chris Retzler, Needham Small Cap Growth. Thank you both very much. Appreciate it.